to our time together to study God's Word. We're talking about something kind of serious this week. Well, it's all serious, but especially serious, some things that we often don't think about. We're talking about the cost of really following Jesus. And we've been looking at what, what he wants us to do to give, give up and give in and give out. And we've talked about uh, last time about the sins of omission, the things we fail to do. And I want us to talk today about some just just some basics. Let me let me read from Proverbs chapter three, and I think you'll understand what I mean. Beginning at verse eight, he says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil." Here, Paul kind of, or rather. The, the Proverbs writer Solomon kind of lays down for us some directions that will, will make a difference in our lives. Some, somebody called them simple rules for knowing God intimately and walking with him. So if you and I are going to really serve the Lord and let him be king of our lives and make a difference for him in this world and find the joy of doing that, then first thing he says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust simply means put everything on and in God. Confidence is the, is the key idea. You see, God's trustworthy. He's the only one who really is. Nobody else is totally trustworthy. But God is, and you can, you can put everything on him. You can put all of your trust in him. See, that's what Jesus did when he was here on earth. He trusted his father. He lived a life of dependence. He said, I can do nothing of myself except what the Father tells me. Every day Jesus, in time with his Father, then went out to do what the Father told him to do. You and I can literally prove the promises of God by simply being obedient. Now he says, to do that, to trust in the Lord, he said, then don't lean on your own understanding. That is so tempting. I know all about this. I know how to do this. I can do this. But this kind of intimate knowledge, if we acknowledge him like we ought, we recognize his authority, we realize he knows better about this than I do. You remember that time that Jesus had been speaking from a boat and, and uh, the disciples then went out with him fishing and, uh, and they and and. and they said, you know, we fished all night. We didn't catch anything. And Jesus said, well, put the boat over here and let down your nets. And, and I'm sure they thought, we're fishermen. He's a carpenter. We know better about this than he does. But what they didn't realize, that Jesus knows better about everything than we do. He might not have been a fisherman by trade in his, in his time on earth, but he was the God of, of all people. He made man. He knows everything. He knew where the fish were. And so Peter said, and we fished all night and caught nothing, but nevertheless, at your word, we'll let down our nets. And they did, and they caught more than they could handle. The point was they obeyed. The point was they acknowledged him. They acknowledged that he knew what he was doing. They acknowledged that he was king and Lord and that he was the one that they needed to trust. And that's why it goes on to say, in all your ways, submit to him. Oftentimes in many of our lives, there's one or two little things that keep us from being really productive as a believer, really 
joyful and, and useful as a believer. It's some little something that we're holding on to that we don't want to give up some right to some decision that we've made, some something that we want to do with our lives that we don't think God approves of, or I could be a thousand different things. I don't know what it is for you, but I know for me, there have been things I have to face, I have to have to deal with, I have to come to, to, to just realize, you know, if I'm going to do that and I have to submit my ways to him, all of my ways, I have to submit them to him. Hudson Taylor, the missionary, used to say, mine it is to obey, his it is to direct. It's God's job to direct. It's my job to obey. There's some wonderful things take place when we do that. He says, now don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. See, here again, he said, don't lean on your own understanding. Well, that's one way to say it. Then he says it in another way. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't think you've got all the answers. Don't think you know everything about everything or even anything. Always realize that the Lord Jesus, through his spirit living in you, knows more about it. For example, if you're going to trade cars, who knows more about cars than you? God you say, well, I didn't think God was particularly interested in cars. He's interested in anything you're interested in. If he leads you to get another car, ask his direction. Ask what he wants you to do. And ask, and he, he'll give you guidance. I don't necessarily think he's going to ride on the side of a car. This is it. But I think you can have a peace about it as you go through the process of seeking to get the best deal and make the decision that you need to make. That's why he says, don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Now, that doesn't mean be scared of God. That means that you just relax in him and recognize that he is God and he is awesome and you simply revere him and give him his rightful place and then shun evil. Just get that out of your life. Now, what will happen he says several things happen when we begin to do that. One is, he says, he will make our paths straight. It's as if our paths are crooked as they go right now. And, and if we keep trusting ourselves and depending on our own wisdom, we'll walk crooked paths. But if we trust him, he'll straighten them out. He'll, he'll get the, the crooks out of them. He'll get the bad places out of them. He's the road maker. He'll be our bulldozer and our snowplow that will go ahead of us, that will that'll enable us to, to do all kinds of things. And he literally goes on to say here that he will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. In other words, the right relationship with Jesus on a daily basis will help us have a more, more healthy body and healthy mind and healthy spirit than we would ever have had before. And he brings healing. He brings health to your body and nourishment to your bones. That's an amazing statement right there. Because you see, there's something that links all of this together. If we trust him, our mind, our will, our emotions, and our body are in line, and we experience life at its best. So here again, the cost, well, the cost is don't depend on ourselves. And the prize, his presence, his power, his health for us. 
I hope you'll do that with me today. God bless you. Have a great day. 